Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Hello and welcome to Rich is Not a Four-Letter Word, the podcast for your wallet. I'm Jerry Willis with the Fox Business Network, and today we have a special guest. It is Ellen Latham. She is the founder of Orange Theory Fitness, and no doubt you have one of these in your neighborhood because there are some 1,100 or maybe more of these studios around the world, and she made this up in her own mind and brought it to fruition. Ellen, welcome. Good to have you here. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. All right. So I want you to describe how you were kind of forced to come up with this great idea. There was equal parts inspiration and desperation. There you were. Tell us about it. Working in Miami at your dream job. What happened? What was the job and what happened? Definitely. I've been in the fitness industry for over 40 years and I had built my career up that I had my dream job. I was managing a high-end fitness spa in Miami Beach, and I I remember the day very clearly. I had gotten my nine-year-old off to school. I was a single parent that lived in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I drove into the fitness spa in Miami Beach, and it was a beautiful day. Pulled into my parking spot, went into my job, and there was a note that my boss wanted to see me in his office. Not good. And I went in, and basically that day, he told me that he had to let me go that day. And they were just making some changes. I had built up a position there, was making quite a bit of money, and uh, I was devastated. I bet you were devastated, but you didn't really stop there, right? I mean, you decided to do your own thing. Tell me what it took, A, to come up with the idea, and then B, to put it into practice. Yeah, so basically, uh, I went home, and I often talk about my father. My father was a phys ed teacher and football coach in my local high school, and he was a huge mentor toward me. And my father very much taught us about this theory. It's a sports psychologist theory called momentum shifting up. And momentum shifting up is focusing on what you have, not what you don't have. And he often did this with his football players getting on the field, and he often did that with his four children. And that's really how we were raised. I always say we were coached, not parented through life. And he reminded me of this at that time. And I had a Pilates certification and I was a great group fitness ex instructor. So I started a little cycling program at my local Gold's gym. And I started soliciting some of those members to do Pilates with me out of a spare room in my house. And I did that for a little over a year and kept building up business until I built up quite a busy business of women, two women pulling in my driveway, two women pulling out out of my driveway from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at night. And uh, then I borrowed a little bit money to open up a little 1,100-square-foot Pilates studio in a room that was not being used in a spa of a woman that I knew. And that's where it all started, this whole kind of journey. You started to talk, Ellen, a little bit about the secret sauce for Orange Theory Fitness, why it's called Orange 
explain to us, if you would, the thinking behind that. Well, I was looking for a metabolic workout, basically for my Pilates members, not to be the next big thing in fitness. It wasn't even a dream in my mind. It was just to create a great metabolic workout for my Pilates members. And we're taking cycling classes. They were working with personal trainers, jogging around the park, and they weren't getting the results they wanted. So as an exercise physiologist, which I am, I created a workout that's based on EPOC, which is excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, which basically is a fancy statement that says, if you get the human heart beating over 84%, you create an oxygen debt. And that oxygen debt has to be paid off. And it's paid off approximately 24 to 36 hours after. I didn't create this science. It's a science of interval training. I just used it. And so I put together a workout using this science where you get your heart rate over 84% for at least 12 minutes. And you do end up going into an oxygen debt, having to repay it back, and you change at the cellular level. So this is really all about fat burning, right? This is really about actually losing weight. Because as I mentioned to you before we started the podcast today, I'm a longtime gym nut, and I know how hard it is when you want to lose weight and you try and you can't. But but you've kind of got this this tech technology down to help people lose weight. How are people responding? Yeah, and it isn't just about losing weight. Definitely you can lose weight, but literally okay. this kind of training changes you at the cellular level. We are anti-aging the body. Oh, I love Everything to hear that. I know about the science of the human body and cellular activity, what we do in that hour will definitely anti-age yourself, perhaps extending five to ten more years at the end. Let's talk a little okay. bit about the business side of this, if we could, because yeah. a lot of people have seen the growth of this company and they're taking it back. It's a franchise operation. So you're obviously, uh, have franchisees who, who, you know, start their own store, buy their store, buy your label. Tell me, what was your biggest surprise as an entrepreneur in growing this company? Because my guess is you had to learn on the job, right? Yes. I mean, as in a franchise model, the most important thing is exact duplication. And that's the hardest thing. I mean, that's hard to do just at McDonald's where it's three pickles, a slab of mustard, and you want that identical at every McDonald's. When you're working with human beings and you want the message identical, you want the workouts to be understood identically, you're talking about quite a challenge. So that's what was so challenging is how do you duplicate what I started with at one studio and now we are at 1,200 in 23 different countries. This workout is done in eight different languages. So now I have the challenge of how do you transfer this into Polish, into Japanese. Uh, So, yeah, there's definitely been all kinds of amazing challenges and, you know, great feats that we've accomplished. Now, you've got a very clear mission and a very clear way of, of helping people who, you know, come to an Orange Theory Fitness uh, store or gym to, to work out. 
how do you keep control over that? It seems to me like it would be very difficult to make sure the experience was at the same level everywhere. Absolutely. So we, I literally two days ago came home from our educational summit. We have an educational summit every year and we have a convention every year. So we have two huge events. There were 1,500 people at the educational. Wow. We'll expect 3,000 at the uh, convention in Austin in September. It's at these uh, type of gatherings that we give ed- high-level education. Uh, All right. We give you great motivation. We have what's called Orange University. We have a learning and development director that has put together Orange University where webinars, constant uh, coursework to keep bringing so our professionals up to the next level. You're, you're bringing these people along piece by piece, person by person. I read your first studio opened in 2010, and now Business Insider reporting that you'll have a billion dollars in sales in a year. Uh, 1,100, you said 1,200 studios, 500 more branches in the development pipeline. What What's the long term for you? I mean, where does it go from here? Will you eventually sell this business or what do you expect to happen? Yeah, we feel we have not even hit stride yet. We are looking to develop internationally as strong as we have nationally. We are looking at our technology being groundbreaking. Our corporate office, one-third of our our employees are all technology experts. So we have our own heart rate monitoring system. Hmm. We are collecting data like no one else in regard to heart rate response. We're very excited where we could go with that information, perhaps to healthcare, perhaps to providers. Do do you think you could sell into those industries, sell data into those industries? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No one is doing this kind of work. No one's putting this kind of effort into it. So we're very excited about, you know, we really day to day don't sit there and think about the billion dollars. Which, by the way, we've already hit. Uh, we don't really think about that. We really think about giving people more life. We're very clear of our mission. And we talk about it every day of giving human beings walking on this planet more life. We now are going to be in within about four months. We'll have 1 million members. Our goal is to have 2 million plus members that we are changing a heartbeat at a time. And how much do those members pay to be members? It varies uh, depending on what program they're on, but it could break down to as little as $8 a class to, you know, if you just came in for a single class, it might be in the 20s. So, you know, I mean, ideally, someone comes in three times a week. We are not looking for people to do this kind of training every day. Keep going to your Pilates. Keep taking tennis. Keep jogging. But this we call the multivitamin. You want to do this three times a week and then continue doing your other activity. All right. That's the heart rate to be challenged like we are. We only need it three times a week. So, you know, I'm wondering if, you know, the Ellen Latham that was working at this high-end Miami Beach gym, running the gym there, if you were to tell her back then, boy, in a, in a few years, a few short years, you're going to be running a major national, should we call it a healthcare company, health and fitness company? Would she, like, would she have been surprised? Like. Would she have been surprised? And 
was there anything that you remember as a kid growing up that would have led you to say, yeah, she would have done that. She would have started her own company. Yes. Look, of course, having, you know, this kind of uh, success absolutely is unbelievable. But the reality, I haven't changed from that point. And when you say, what did I learn from a child? As I learned, you know, definitely from my mentor, that father, was that you just don't show up for anything. If it was cleaning the kitchen floor to your job, you come to perform. And there's a difference. And he would always say, Ellen, there's going to be a lot of people that will show up in this world. They'll show up for jobs. They'll show up in relationships. They'll show up as parents. But when you realize there's a difference between showing up and performing, you'll truly understand how to be successful and happy. I I had that that back then at that job, and I have that now. So before you go, I think that's great advice. Is there any other advice you would give to young women interested in starting their own company like you have? Yes, I think that women often do not believe in their complete potential. They question themselves quite a bit. So my suggestion is believe in your potential, get support, surround yourself with people who support in believing in your potential, believe you deserve it, and use the mantra that I do every day, why not me? Oh, Ellen Latham, that is a great way to end. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and continued good fortune with Orange Theory Fitness. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks for listening to Rich is Not a Four-Letter Word, the podcast for your wallet. Ellen Latham is the founder and CEO of Orange Theory Fitness. You've probably heard of it, the highly successful gym that is taking the country by storm. The exercise physiologist, Ellen, is attempting to help members remake their body from the ground up to be healthier and better off. I spoke with her about building the business. Here are Ellen's takeaways. Number one, focus on what you have, not what you don't have. Starting the business was equal parts desperation and inspiration for Ellen, who started pursuing her own business after she was fired from a high-end Miami Beach gym where she was manager. When that happened, her father told her to focus on what she could do, what she had, and she soon got back in the fitness mix, offering a Pilates class. Number two, start simple. At first, Latham was looking to develop a workout that she could offer a small number of clients. In the early years, she didn't even dream of starting a company that would ultimately have 1,200 franchise locations and a high profile around the country. Number three, don't just show up. Go out to perform the best you possibly can in everything you do. I hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast. If you like it, reach out and let us know what you'd like to hear about, who you'd like to have interviewed. You can reach me on Twitter at Jerry Willis FBN, on Facebook at Jerry Willis, and on Instagram at Jerry underscore Willis. Have a great day.